So this morning I told Brother Alex, I said, uh, please read from the paragraph of, of Faustina's diary, 303, the paragraph. And I said, but what, what did you pick? And he said, 317. So I looked at it and I said, well, as I was sitting there right now, um, I, I kind of said, that also went with my homily too. So I still want after communion 303, but I'm going to start with what he had chosen because I'm going to trust that God also gave him that and because it's going to tie in with the homily. So first, this gospel, right? Like the whole, this whole life is about love. And it's, it's a love that's informed. It can't just be I love this, or I love that, or I love doing this, or I love doing that, because there are some things that we say, well, I would love to do that, but it might be sinful. We have to be formed. God has to tell us what it's all about, what this life is about, so that we don't go after things that are not good for us, but that things that are authentically good. So we have to be formed here, so that in our intellect, we clearly know what is true, and good, and then from there, the will follows to go after what is authentically good, not a false good, and a false good meaning something at the wrong time and the wrong place, or something evil because we think it's good, okay? So we have to be formed, and then Jesus is being very clear here. He's saying to his disciples, this is the last day of his life. This is the last night. As the Father loves me, so I also love you. Well, that sounds really nice, but then if I find out that Jesus is God and his Father is God, and to be God by definition is perfect, infinite, then that's infinite love. This is not just any Father loving me. This is the eternal Father from whom all fatherhood comes from. So my mind now is understanding something that I can't comprehend, but I'm understanding this is infinite love. So when Jesus says, as the Father loves me, with infinite love, and Jesus is God, so I also love you. There's a lot packed in there. This is not something to just gloss over. We're talking about the eternal one who created everything. The universe is expanding still. It's expanding. He created every cell intricately, things that only until recently we could actually see because of microscopes. But these were things that he loved so much, we didn't even have to see it for a while. But it mattered to him. How many things do we not know? about how God loves us. If just in a natural world, from natural science, we're just starting to be able to see some of the depths of his wisdom and love in just human cells. How much farther, how much deeper can it go? Well, it's infinite love. You see why we can't gloss over just a single sentence? Jesus says to his disciples, the ones who need to follow him and who have to teach others, you can't gloss over this if you're going to be a disciple because you have to help explain to people, as the Father loves me, so I also love you. That alone would take 
forever just to sit and listen to God about in heaven and we'll never comprehend it. We're not infinite, but we'll have more and more understanding. Just that alone, how we've been loved with the same love that the Father loves his Son. And Jesus, who has been loved by the Father, is saying, now I love you that way. My goodness. This is why St. Faustina can say in the paragraph that Brother Alex was inspired to read today, she says in paragraph 317, Oh my God, my only hope, I have placed all my trust in you, and I know I shall not be disappointed. This is a very confident child. Those words are deep. There's not wiggle room for doubt here. This is what it's all about. Oh my God, my only hope, I have placed all my trust in you, all of it, and I know I shall not be disappointed. It reminds me, I think, of the last words of St. Francis Xavier. They're very similar. He said something like, my God, I placed all my trust in you. I shall not be confounded. This is the level that we have to reach. But this is only possible if we remain in his love. This is what Jesus says right after he tells us how the Father has loved him and loves him currently and how he also loves us. He then says, remain in my love. So yes, you are loved. You are loved with infinite love, but you have to do something about it because you can't be forced into this love. You do need to remain. So this is really why this paragraph from St. Faustina is so crucial to us because she's putting her anchor down in trust and it's a trust of remaining in God's love. If we don't remain in God's love, we're going to bicker and we're gonna be bothered by many circumstances in life, and we're gonna be fools for acting like that because angels are gonna look at us and say, my goodness, God loves you. Your father has his arm out like this, and because of a circumstance in the world, you decided to let go of that hand and to start whining and bickering as if God's not in charge, as if God doesn't know what he's doing as if God's not allowing these things. There's lamentation, oh, for sure. There's a whole book of it in the Bible. There are absolutely, we have to fight evil with good, no doubt. I'm not saying uh, a pacifist type of approach where I just am a doormat. No, 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 no. No, no, no. St. Paul says, fight the good fight, run the race. You gotta do something. I'm talking about what happens to all of us in our fallenness at times, unfortunately, is where we separate ourselves by our own choice, not by God's choice. St. Paul says, nothing can separate me from God's love. The only thing that can separate me from that is ultimately me. There's nobody else, not even the devil can do it. He has no power over my free choice. At the end, I make a decision. So I can separate myself and let go of my father's hand who is loving me, I can let go of accepting that love in my life 
and turn to lesser things and start bickering about them. And then I take control of the situation and now I'm fighting evil with evil and I'm making it worse. Listen to these words again of St. Faustina. Oh my God, my only hope, my only hope. There's no hope in anybody else. Not ultimate hope, not supernatural hope. My hope is only in God. I have placed all my trust in you. The anchor of my trust is in God. Yes, we have to trust each other. This is part of human life. When I go to confession, I trust the priest is going to guide me. I trust the priest is going to forgive me. I trust the priest is going to hold those things that I say in a sacred seal of confession. I trust these things. God entrusts these things to ministers as a priest and a confessional. But I'm able to do that because I know that God's in charge. That God has ordained it. So it doesn't, it matters and it doesn't matter. What I mean is, even if I'm Job at this point in my life and the tornado is, is swirling around my life and my family and my home and my job and my finances and my vehicles and my health, even if it has touched my very bones, the suffering, if I let go of God's hand, I'm going to bicker and I'm not going to be helping the kingdom. I have to keep my hand fixed in my Father's hand, remaining in that love. Because God's really allowing it. That's trust. God's really allowing these issues. And so my response of goodness, of fighting evil, of doing good to my neighbor, of taking care of myself, has to be in God. All of my thoughts have to be in God. The way I look at the situation has to be in God. If I slip out of that, I'm going to start seeing incorrectly. My pivot point, like in basketball, if I have one foot down and I picked up the ball, I cannot lift that one foot that's planted on the ground, otherwise it's a travel and I hand the ball over to the other team. My pivot has to be, again, remaining in God's love so that I can respond appropriately, that I can respond with the words that God wants me to say, with the demeanor that God wants, with the love that God demands, with the trust that he commands of us. He says, if you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. Jesus is doing this. The life we are called to live is the life of Jesus. I'm not a Christian by name. I'm not a Christian just because I follow rules. That's not what this life is about. This life is to live the very life of the Son of God. Of course it's a challenge. This life is to live with God's very love. 
in Jesus Christ who we've been baptized into. Into his death we were baptized and we rose out of that water, alive, a new creation. The mercy of God is what gives us the hope to be able to do it and the power to be able to do it. But we have to do this. And this is why. Here's the great reward. Jesus closes and says, I have told you this so that my joy might be in you and your joy might be complete. He came down from heaven to tell us these things to inform his creation on how we're supposed to live and who has loved them and continues to love them and is empowering them. And then he's saying, I do these very things. It's true you're made in my image and likeness. I do these things and you need to do these things as my image. And this is so that I have told you, I have told you this so that my joy might be in you and your joy might be complete. That's the whole point of this life. It's not about how many rosaries we pray. It's not about how many holy hours we do. It's not, if you're stranded on an island, you don't have holy hour in front of the Eucharist. You don't have mass. And if you can't remember your prayers of Hail Mary or how to pray a rosary, you won't have it. But if you encounter the living God and he says, do my will, you're going to be holy. It's about remaining in his love. That is the truth. And the truth will set us free. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.